PointClickFish.com. Your connection to the saltwater fishing community brings you Saltwater Fishing Radio. Are you a professional tournament angler, fishing captain, or novice angler looking to learn from the pros? Listen to live discussions from some of the best in the industry, the biggest TV fishing stars, interviews with captains, sponsors, and fishing teams. Your trusted source for the latest tournament updates, industry news, and interviews. It's time to talk fishing with your host, Captain Jay. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Point Quick Fish Fishing Podcast Radio Show. Price, I wanted to make sure you're here with us. You're on the line, buddy. We're on the line, ready to go. All right, I like it. I tell you, man, uh, we got a another guest with us here in the studio this evening, and uh, we got old Ron with us this evening from the Point Quick Fish team. So he's in here learning the the switchboard for the for the podcast. So let's see here. All right, Price, wanted to make a few updates real quick. As we know, the Cape Lookout Shootout Tournament has been canceled for this weekend. Uh, looks like the plan now is to fish the 14th, 15th, 16th, or actually Captain's Party the 14th, fishing 15th, 16th, and 17th, those next two events and the championship. So just wanted to make sure listeners knew that the Cape Lookout Shootout was canceled for this weekend. And then coming up on the 8th, will be the captain's meeting for the STA National Championship in Moorhead City. I know we're looking forward to that with the fishing days being November 9th and November 10th. Price, I know we're looking forward to getting uh, set up for that one as well. Yeah, you know, with obviously with us uh, based out of North Carolina, we've had some pretty extreme weather, I guess you could say, uh, this year. And so... Uh, for the king mackerel season, I mean, it's just been bizarre as far as, like, one weekend it's perfect weather, and then the next weekend for another event, it's, they've got to cancel it because of conditions. And that's just kind of been the trend for this year when it comes to the tournament season, especially in king with king mackerel fishing. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be interesting. Uh, the Kingfish Cup is this weekend out of Ocracoke, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what those guys do and what they're able to find. But as people said, the king, large king mackerel are uh, transiting the area this time of year, so that'll be interesting. But uh, Price wanted to get to our first guest here, which uh Todd Willis from News River Bait and Tackle. Todd, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, buddy. T- talk to us a little bit about what's going on on the News River, Todd. Man, the News River has picked up, Jay. Uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, it's always a pleasure to be a part of it. Um, so the Noose River man has, has really picked up in the last two to three weeks as far as trout fishing goes. And, uh, if you guys follow us on Facebook, you know, we've been weighing in some big trout. We had one today. Uh, I didn't put it out on social media as far as the, uh, fish weight and size, but I, uh, put the picture up kind of for folks to, to guess the weight. But that thing was 9.69 pounds at 30 and a half inches long. So that's now, a Todd, monster. Now, Todd, I understand the uh, the angler was anonymous. Yeah, the, the angler was anonymous. He uh, It's an older gentleman that does some bank fishing every year. Uh, he's only got a few spots. 
and everybody that's local um, knows those areas. And so if he was to to display his his face, then they would have automatically known, hey, he's fishing this spot here. So we, we like to kind of help the anglers out and keep them anonymous if they want to be anonymous because, uh, you know, I, I don't like my spot kind of crowded. Do you, Jay? Well, I mean, I'm sure all of his friends would be right there with him fishing the next, next time he went out there. Come on now. You know how trout and fishermen are. They ain't going to tell nothing. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, man, we've had some really good fish weighed in. We've actually got it started today, and nobody has weighed in a fish yet. But we're still taking active uh, entries um, right on until it ends. But it's a big trout tournament that we put on every year. And um, what we do is you pay us $50. We put everything in a pot. It's 100% payout. Um, and we pay first, second, and third. Um, last year we had uh, it was like 2,800 bucks paid out for first. So it's a, it's a pretty good tournament. A lot of people take part in. So Todd, I I, I want to know the gentleman that caught the fish today. Is he now in the tournament? He is not, man. He's he's old school. He don't he don't really believe in that type of stuff. He just likes the the uh, the art of it and the the adventure of going out and catching those big fish and. Believe it or not, man, he catches several throughout the year just on a, a live mud minnow. He comes to the shop and buys them from us, and he goes out, and, man, it ain't very long. He comes back in. He's, he's got a slab, you know what I mean? So uh, it's kind of one of those one of those deals where he, it's like he's – I think he said it best. He said, I let you young guns get out there on the boat and track them down. He said, I let them come to me. <laughs> but – uh yeah, I mean, he's a pretty nice old guy, and uh, he just he just likes the uh, adventure of going out there and catching a big one for supper, you know. But uh, well, I know one of the yeah, questions yeah, uh, that you get asked often, and uh, I, I know that's something I wanted to talk about tonight. Obviously, here in a little bit, we're going to have Cap- Captain Ricky Kellum on the line with us, and obviously anybody that knows or has done any trout fishing in North Carolina knows who Ricky Kellum is. Um but that's something that we want to talk about. What, everybody wants to know, what, what do you catch them on, Todd? I mean, that's something that I'm sure you get asked all the time. What, what are these, what it are these is, big trout It is, Jay. Um, I mean, I do quite a bit of trout fishing myself, but I'm no, I'm no pro like Ricky. Ricky's on the water quite a bit. But for me, man, it's uh, a lot of suspending twitch baits like your mirror lures. Um, some people have the patience to fish MR-17 because that's kind of what it takes. It's a little bit of patience. Um, just fishing it slow and letting it sink down to where you need it and, and doing light twitches. And But uh, then you got the MR-18s that do really good because they sink a little quicker. And that person that's impatient, he's able to, he or she is able to get that lure. And good colors on the Noose River is, is always your purples, uh, like a, a Mardi Gras or uh, pinks like electric chicken. We've got a lot of custom colors that actually have done really good this year. Uh, and <laughs> we name every single one of ours. Um, and we had one called disco chicken that done really good for me. And of course I put it out and then everybody else bought it and it's done really good for everybody else. So, uh, popping corks, popping corks work good this time of year. It's still warm. They're still aggressive. Uh, they're still going to come after that shrimp underneath of a popping cork um it, it just works too good not to throw it, it i mean it's a on the news being we don't really have current you've got to have some sort of noise i guess to attract those fish 
Um, but there's a number of different things that, that work uh, this time of year because the trout are very active and trying to fill their bellies for the winter, you know. But uh, now, now, from my understanding at uh, News River Bait and Tackle, you only sell the ones that work, right? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, man, we've got a big, big selection of tackle and it's, it's, uh, it's hard to sell that much tackle if you can imagine. So, um, there's actually a lot of stuff in the shop that we stock for people that, that have a lot of confidence in it, but we're not, we're not one to basically just start, try to sell a lure just cause we hadn't sold it in a while. We, we always got our top sellers that we we believe in and got our confidence in. Everybody always sees on social media that we catch with it, so they they sell good. So we'll always point people in the right direction of what we have confidence in. So, Todd, if a new angler that's never trout fished before and they want to go <clears throat> fish on the Noose River and, and they've never done it before, what, what's a lure or bait that you would send them to if they really are not quite sure what they're doing? Man, I'd say the popping cork probably has the the smallest learning curve. I mean, there's not really a whole lot to it. Um, it's just two pops and a pause, two pops and a pause all the way back to the boat. And uh, it's extremely effective, extremely effective. And you, when I say popping cork, there's three different styles of popping corks. And uh, for speckled trout, you don't want to use a, a big cup mouth, much like you'd see for old drum. You don't want to use a, a big round one unless you're going to pop it real soft. We we usually point people to that uh, three-inch, real just a slender popping cork, um, just because it doesn't make an abundance of noise and won't scare those speckled trout out of bite. <clears throat> and uh, it's just a really effective tool, even for somebody that's, that's seasoned, to uh, to go out and locate fish. And then you can kind of, you can throw your, your uh, soft plastics or your mirror lures or whatever hard baits you use and kind of pick through and, and get the quality fish that you want. What what are some of the top sellers right now? When, with, like if somebody was going this weekend, what what's some of the top sellers they, they should look for? Obviously I, I heard a disco chicken named. By yep, uh, so Mardi Gras is always good in the mirror lure. Um, Mardi Gras is probably one of our top sellers. 808, which is a black back, orange belly, silver side. Um, we've got some more custom colors. We got one we call Pirate, and it's got a uh, a gold foil on the side of it. It's really really flashy, and uh, that's kind of what you got to have when you're trying to get those fish's attention in that murky water. Because you know on the news we're brackish water, and uh, kind of hard to get fish to see it unless you've got either some flash or a real bright or white bait. So, uh, and then if you go throw a popping cork, man. My colors always been the Chartreuse Silver Flake DOA or uh, Chartreuse Silver Flake Voodoo, um, something that's real bright. And uh, it's very effective, very effective, very effective. Now, Todd, obviously we talked about anglers that may really not know a lot about this style of fishing or even fishing on the Noose River in general. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, Inshore Institute that obviously Captain Ricky Keller is a part of as well. <laughs> Um, very successful event last year. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about this year. Man, we've got a a really really wide range of guides this year. You know, last year we had it, Captain Ricky. He was a part of it as well as um, some more uh, really really top notch guides, really the best in the area. And that's kind of what we geared towards with the Inshore Institute is getting the best guides in the area. 
bar none. There's there's no there's no argument about it. They are just the best. Um, and so this year it's February 23rd. We're going to have it at the same location that we had it last year um, at the Pamico County Community College. And tickets will be going on sale soon. Um, we charge a hundred dollars. It's a full day event. Um, it's uh, catered breakfast and catered lunch. Um, we've got God, Jay. You, I mean, you, you've seen the giveaways that we had last year. It was phenomenal. I mean, people got their money back and some on giveaways. They got free food <clears> and giveaways, <throat> and and then walked away with a bunch of knowledge. A ton of knowledge, a ton of knowledge, and you know these are guys that have really worked, you know, their whole careers to learn this stuff, and they're willing to teach anglers that are uh, just starting out or seasoned anglers that are just wanting to know a little bit more about the fishery and uh, you know the areas that that they fish. Um, the Noose River is is always kind of a tricky fishery to just jump into. And so a lot of our guides that we have at the Inshore Institute are from the Noose River because, uh, you know, the Noose River has no current whatsoever and the fish don't move a whole lot like they do in a current situation. So it's it's really uh, effective to have those guides that are from the Noose River to teach um, all the folks that want to come and fish. And it's just such a great area not to to uh, come and fish and, and have the event. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a, I don't know, man, it's kind of overlooked and there's, there's just so much, so much good water to be fished here. Yeah, obviously, uh, it's gotten a lot of attention over the last few years. Uh, obviously featured on big water adventures TV show with Mark Davis, our buddy, and, uh, looking forward to having Mark back this year. So that'll be an, an man. Exciting. What are you talking about? Yeah. Mark was a, uh, he was a big, big, uh, hit at the show last year at the uh, Inshore Institute Fishing School. And, you know, Mark, he travels all over the world, Jay, and uh, he gets a lot of a lot of different tips that he maybe hasn't known, and, and he just creates different techniques and things like that to, to make that show the hit that it is. Um, and I, I can't wait to have him back. I don't know about you, but uh, it, it was just a wealth of knowledge, and he really contributed to the guys that, that fish this area. Um and, and, you know, done what we wanted it to do. We wanted it to teach everybody and a little bit further. So it worked great. Mark did a great job. I just hope he brings back his Velveeta mac and cheese box again. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool, wasn't it? That was cool. Yeah, that was everybody, cool. Everybody hey, uh, that was there, they'll know what we're talking about. But if you come this year, you'll, you'll probably get to see Mark Davis. <laughs> Velveeta mac and cheese uh, tackle box, old drum tackle Ain't box. no doubt. Yeah, man, that was fun. That was fun. And um, at the end of the event last year, Jay, I, I don't know if you remember, I'm sure you do, but each one of those guides we give away a, a half-day trip to. Um, so every every one of those guides that were on stage at the end of the show, we, we literally just drew tickets um, to see who won. And, man, we give away – I think it was like nine trips, eight or nine trips that we give away last year, um, as well as all the other uh, prizes that we had from from really great sponsors. I know that uh, that uh, Bet's Tackle they were a big helper last year, and uh, it's hard to go through and, and name everybody. Calcutta helped out, and man, just a ton of sponsors. Um, but what we'll do, Jade, we'll have tickets available here very very soon. 
And Jay, I'm sure you'll be willing to to help promote that as well on Point Click Fish. Absolutely. But, um, you know, I, I will tell people this. Buy them early because they will sell out. They sold out last year. We, we kept warning people, and we had to turn people away. They sold out twice. Once it's full, <laughs> it's full. <laughs> so yeah, I, definitely, uh, we, I definitely want to encourage the people to make sure and buy the tickets early. So Yeah, no doubt about it. Actually, I had a call today, Jay, funny enough, now that we're sitting here talking about it. I had a call today. I said, hey, man, I really enjoyed the Inshore Institute. Are you going to have it again this year? I said, absolutely. We're trying to get the information out now. He said, well, I want five tickets right off the bat. I said, well, cool. (laughs) (laughs) So they're going to go pretty quick. It was such a great event. Um, We kept in contact with all the uh, people that attended it, and we had uh, no negative feedback whatsoever. Everybody just enjoyed it and uh, got a lot of information from it. So it's going to sell out quick, I believe, and I think last year we had like 326 people um, for a first-year fishing school, and to not have any negative feedback was just phenomenal. I was I was really stoked because of that. That was awesome. And the guides, you know, they they that was that was what they did. They they helped us to have the the uh, good turnout and the really good feedback. So guides and Mark Davis enough for that. Well, speaking of the guys, let's take a few minutes. Now, when you have to go, we totally understand. We know you're at an event, Todd. But uh, we're going to go ahead and roll in here, get Captain Ricky Kellum in here to uh, to talk as well. So, Todd, where do you have to leave? Just let us know. But I wanted to make sure you had an opportunity to talk to Captain Ricky Kellum, the speckled specialist. They don't call him that for no reason at all. If you're looking for big trout or you're following Ricky on social media, you know what we're talking about. Captain Ricky Kellum, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Jay. Uh, Todd still with us? Oh, yeah. I'm still here, brother. Todd, guess what I just got in the mail, brother? What'd you get, brother? I got those new mirror lures. <laughs> I knew you still. I'm sitting here looking at it. I didn't know she was called Cotton Candy. Yes, sir, buddy. That's a bad but dude. That, look, I just got done cleaning. I just, I'm talking about, I was looking at my phone the same time I was skinning trout. And every one of those trout had menhaden, every one of them, two or three in each one on the stomach. Oh, Almost oh, identical oh. to that black back you sent me, so it's going to be trouble tomorrow morning. Watch out. Watch out. But uh, that's what they've been feeding on, those little... little Ricky, you know posts. Mirror Lures just come out with a um, a skin series that, that they put together, and they've got one that looks exactly like a menhaden. So uh, that may be something to throw. I want to send you that one, I guess. Well, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll get them. I promise you that. But I appreciate uh, appreciate you getting them out. And uh, that was some fast turnaround, man. That makes shopping that makes shopping dangerous. Yeah, it does. It, it, it makes shopping call. dangerous, but it gets you in trouble with the wife. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, she don't know one hurt. <laughs> there you go. Well, Ricky, talk to us a little bit about how long you have been, you know, trout fishing. Obviously. Everyone sees the large fish, and you're, you're known for catching these fish a lot. But talk to us a little bit how you got started and how long you've been fishing for trout. Oh, me. Uh, well, I know at about the age of six, six or seven, my dad was dragging us out of the house. If we got up when he woke us up the first time, if we didn't, the uh, we saw his pickup truck going by the bedroom window. 
and never understood uh, why he wouldn't wait on us until I got older and found out how important the tide, the tide affected the bite of the fish. So you know, if he was if he was late, mm-hmm. that meant he missed he missed the tide change, which which meant he missed the bite. So. I started early, Jay. It's probably six, seven years old. I know I've got a, uh, I've got one on the wall back there. Uh, I think I was ten. Eight, eight pound. I was ten years old, and that's probably what sealed the deal for me loving to fish for speckled trout. Well, what do you uh, over the years have you as you've been speckled trout fishing? What are some of the things that you share with people? That are wanting to either find trout or learn about trout or target them. What 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 are the things that you you share with people when they're looking to get or wanting to learn how to catch these fish? Well, number one, Jay and uh, Todd, if he's still there, he'll probably second it. Is uh, really the the love of uh, being on the water. Number one, you know, catching mm-hmm. catching a fish. Yeah, that's that's great and all that, but just. Just being out there and anticipating that bite of that big fish and, and patience, you know, just the patience. And some people are just are just not cut out for it, and they realize that real quick. And uh, But patience is key, and, uh, and the right equipment, especially starting out, that's what's good about uh, going by Noose River Bait and Tackle because Todd, you know, he, he not only sells it, he uses it. Matter of fact, he's using it too much because he's posting pictures every day holding up trout. I don't know when he works, but <laughs> he's got somebody work. He's got somebody working in the shop. But he's out fishing. I need to take notes. <laughs> that, that's that's how you do it. But uh, yeah, I mean the right equipment's patience, and then the right equipment's key because you know getting that big fish on doesn't do you much good if he breaks you off, you know, before you get him to the boat. So. But yeah, the answer to your question is just is, is patience and the love of doing it, Jay, is uh is key to speckled trout fishing or really any fishing, but really speckled trout fishing because they can be finicky. Now let's talk a little bit about your equipment. What what do you prefer, like you know, reel, rod, line, things like that? Like I I know a lot of people listening to the show or they're wanting to know these questions about what should they buy, oh, yeah. what should they use. What, what what do you prefer? What does Ricky Kellum prefer? Well, I, I've I've got a couple, and uh, I'm fortunate to have uh, you know Todd to, to help me out with uh, tackle. He sells uh, the TFO, the inshore rod that that is uh, one of my favorites. The uh, it's six and a half foot. I've got the six and a half foot medium light, and the seven foot. I'll use the six and a half for like soft plastics and a. Uh, seven foot for throwing top waters and MR-17s and then uh, an all-time favorite is uh, the Cashin rod Matt Cashin out of North Carolina, Pittsburgh Matt makes a real a real nice uh, saltwater rod for trout and reds and same thing seven foot medium action fast taper, it's super light I think it's like two and a half ounces without the reel and the reel I prefer is uh, a 2500 series uh, Shimano Stratic, a little bit pricey, not bad. I mean, it's in the $200 range, but an average person, that reel will last them probably for life. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'll go through maybe one ever 
I might wear one out in five years, and uh, Todd will get you the parts to to rebuild it. But uh, you know, if I can get five, if I can get five years out of a reel going five six days a week, averaging you know 280 to 300 trips a year, I'll take that. Yeah, that that's five years of of hard fishing. You know, you're, when you're fishing oh, yeah. that many days, and that and that uh, you know that many consecutive days, that, that's a lot of that's a lot of wear and tear. That's like you said, that's most people's lifetime uh, for fishing. Yeah, but what about line? What, no you, what do you prefer for line? Line, if I'm uh, if if I know I'm pretty much only going to catch speckled trout. And the places I'm at now, you may, you may catch a red, but where I'm at, it's 90% speckled trout. So I'm throwing a 10-pound braid with uh, like a 20-pound mono leader, you know, roughly mm-hmm. uh, 18 inches. And it's a uh, brand name. I, I I use Power Pro. I use Sultix. Just a uh, there's there's a lot of different braids out there, and uh, just depends on what you like, but. That's the good thing about that that stratic reel. It uh, it just spools the braid real good. You have little to no wind knots in it, and uh, just performs well. And what about uh, what about baits for you? Obviously, you know, soft plastics and hard baits. And what uh, what do you prefer? Uh, what do you think works best for your style of fishing? <clears throat> I tell you, Jay, I uh, I've been fortunate enough to to be able to take a lot of a lot of different people speckled trout fishing from uh from real avid fishermen that don't need any help that can catch them as good as I can and then I'll take like my folks yesterday they were just it was a couple husband and wife just getting into it really I mean we had to start out by kind of teaching them how to cast you know correctly mm-hmm. and uh once we got that straightened out we just got on an awesome bite yesterday. It was uh, it was one of those days. I mean, you couldn't do nothing wrong. I had a live well full of live shrimp and never used them. We threw soft plastics. We threw uh, the old Jimmy Price trout killer. Oh, that's, a, that's if an old If anybody knows speckled right trout or flounder fishing, they know Jimmy Price. Well, I had a pack of his lures and I had a three ounce, three eighths ounce jig head, which is real heavy for the river. But this lady's a heavier the better she could cast it, so it didn't matter yesterday. If it was out there, the trout eat it. And that's just, just one of those days. But, you know, if uh, it depends on the skill level, Jay. That's why I had the shrimp, you know, it's for like a backup because the last thing most people want to do is watch the captain catch the fish on the charter. So I'll usually, uh, you know, fortunate enough to find them, I'll back off and just mainly help you know, help my clients because, man, it's not much better to see that smile on a, like the lady yesterday had never caught a speckled trout on artificial. And uh, that was pretty special. I posted the video and she was all smiles. That's what makes it worth it. It sure does. Anytime you can help, you know, that that's a, that's a good part. What, what makes you a good charter captain is being able to educate at the same time that you're able out there fishing and kind of share that love of the sport and to kind of share that oh, knowledge yeah. with clients. Yeah, you got to, man. That's that's what uh, and that's what keeps them coming back. You know, I'm going on, I think it's 13 years, and a, a lot of a lot of repeat, you know, clientele, and it's 
pretty awesome to have people that that started out with me when I was real green, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. and kind of hung in there, and some of them's caught fish of a lifetime, you know, and that's that's pretty special. So, what do you think is the key to catching the bigger trout? Being where the bigger trout live is uh, is <laughs> is uh, been a lot of help. I mean, I've I've been blessed by uh, being born and raised on the New River, and uh, everybody wants to know why. You know, New River is just known for big speckled trout, and uh, I'll tell you the the news. The noose is is right there with us. We may have uh, seems like we may have them a little longer. Seems like they're a little bit seasonal on the noose. I mean, they do well pretty much year round, but uh, in the heat of the summer, they don't catch them like we do. And and I I don't know why. I mean, they they have the bait like we do. It's just it's just how they are. You can't figure them out. The good Lord designed them and. That's how he made them, you know. But uh, ever since I can remember, we've always had, you know, big trout. And it's always been good. I can never remember a, what I would call a bad year, you know. Even after mm-hmm. the, the freeze we had, you know. Who would have thought this year would have been as good as it is with all the dead fish that uh, we saw floating around, especially the noose, you know, down east. It, it really got hit hard, but uh, these fish are are resilient and they, they they're big spawners you know they put out they reproduce a lot of fish now what what are the best seasons for trout fishing on the new river i tell you people ask me that all the time they want to know when they need to come to catch that 10 pounder you know <laughs> <laughs> and uh and when i when i tell them when i tell them some months they look at me like like i'm crazy but i'm gonna tell you I, april May, June, real good months for us. But now you're you're not going to beat October, November, December, and even into January and February depends on, you know, the water temps. And I tell everybody, as long as the water's not hard, <laughs> we'll be catching them. Meaning frozen over, you know? Sure, 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 absolutely. But uh, no, we have an excellent – see, I'll start uh, – the boys claim I'm trespassing, but I'll start fishing. I'll start fishing the noose in like uh, December, just because I love going down there and love catching rockfish mixed in with the uh, the trout. You know, you know, mm-hmm. it's real similar fishing the New River. The noose is just on a larger scale. I mean, that's a big body of it's a big body of water, but uh, I love fishing the noose. Now, for you personally, do you find bigger fish? on the New River than the Noose River yourself, or do you find you have it dialed in better on the New River? Oh, no, no. You, you got you got to uh, you got to stay on your home turf. Usually, I mean, you know, everybody gets lucky if they go enough. But, no, when I spend, you know, I'll spend, well, here lately I've been spending too much time on the river. I've been running, been running doubles. I've been fishing, leaving the dock at 7 and, and uh, coming back at 7 been running two trips a day for a while and uh you know you're not going to beat your home waters but uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll luck up you know and I'll, I'll catch some real nice fish on the noose but uh that that's would help from other other captains down there there's there's some there's a few captains that'll kind of steer you in the right direction and 
you know, if, if you're a trout fisherman, that's all somebody really needs to do. If you can get that much help out of somebody, you can handle the rest. What about the weather? What is the weather? How, how much of an impact does that have on the trout fishery, such as, you know, fronts and, um, you know, wind, seas? Um, you know, how, how much it, of a factor does that play? It's uh, it, it's major. Uh, tomorrow, my guys didn't want to cancel, and I usually don't cancel unless, you know, it's lightning because I don't want to mess around with that. But just the wind and the rain, we're fortunate enough we've got – some real high banks and a real big wood line that we can uh, we can usually fish. If it's blowing 20, 25, we can still fish pretty good on the New River. But uh, <clears throat> tomorrow is going to be sort of almost right in the middle of this front. So I'm thinking I'm thinking tomorrow morning is going to be real good. But then Saturday after the front is probably going to be a struggle. And we have a tournament Saturday morning, so it's going to be real interesting. But uh, I kind of we kind of prefer it like that. A lot of the guys that fish the tournament, you you want the weather bad because that really uh, that really brings out the uh, you know kind of separates the field a little bit because you'll have some guys. That just, the other people just stay at home. <laughs> well, that they'll just come in early. You know, they'll get a couple fish to weigh in and. They'll be soaking wet and just just kind of give it up. But uh, I'm fishing with a guy Saturday that's about as crazy as I am. So we'll we'll run it till the last minute and uh, fish like crazy all day long. But yeah, the weather's weather's a major factor, Jay. And uh, the week of full moon that's prime time for speckled trout fishing. The week of full moon. So that's when it came on. Now do you? Do you find you catch more fish or bigger fish on that week of the full moon? Uh, probably, probably both. Uh, do a do a lot of night fishing. Uh, where I, where I primarily fish at night, the tide the tide starts out at midnight. The actual night of full moon, tide starts out dead midnight and runs out for six hours. So if you can if you can stand it, you know most of the time a lot a lot of nights. It's the first hour of the tide. The bite's the best, and sometimes it's the last hour. You just you don't ever know. You know you can't you cannot you cannot lock in on a trout totally. Some mm-hmm. days you do, and you think you got it nailed, but then they show you who's boss. You know. And a lot of times at night you'll see the the trout and the lights. Do you you leverage those lights sometimes, dock lights and things like that when you're when you're fishing? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, one of one of my best nights ever was on a a lit dock down in Moorhead City. We pulled up, and a friend actually took me and uh, all but blindfolded me. But uh, we <laughs> we pulled up, and you could you could hear you could actually hear the trout busting on the glass minnows under the lights, and uh, I, I couldn't believe it until I threw over there, and it was like every cast for probably 45 minutes. Tide changed, they disappeared. It's just it's, it's wild to see it. It's wild to see it turn on and off at the same time. You know, it's one of them times you like to stop time for a little while. Yep. Now, what yeah. about what about when uh, when the water temperature starts to get colder? What are some of the tips that you have when when the water temps get cold and fishing for for those fish? 
Oh man, that, that's that's really when it, it brings out your patience because a lot of people, a lot of people get in the mode of, I'm going to fish this way, summer, winter, spring, or fall. You know, I'm not changing my style. This is how I fish. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> when you come home empty-handed enough, you'll you'll start uh, wondering why. And you got to, uh, you know, these fish can still be super aggressive. But most of the time, that water starts getting down in the the 40s. You know, we we've caught them as cold as 38. You know, roughly 37, 36. They'll start they'll start floating. They just can't handle much cooler than 37 degree water temperature. But we have caught mm-hmm. them right at 38, 39 on the noose, and the next day they were floating. But uh, and they were super aggressive. But it it you got to slow it up. You know, like you're. Mm-hmm. Todd was talking about the 17, that slow fall, and just slow retrieve. And it, you know, what you do is, if you're if you're not producing, you don't want to do the same thing all the time. You're always mixing it up. You know, sometimes I'll twitch it a little faster. Sometimes it's just a little jab. You know, you're just mixing it up until you kind of key into to what they want and. Uh, and then your neighbor's doing the same thing. If you got a partner, you know, you're usually doing something different than he is or using a different bait. And when 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 one of you start catching them, then you can really zero in and uh, you can go to work on them. So if somebody told you, Ricky, you're going, you're going trout fishing, you could take one lure with you, what would that one go-to lure be for you? Oh, I'm taking the quarter-ounce smoke halo shad made from Bet's Tackle. That's that, what I'm that, That's the go-to. Yeah, for me, for me on the river, the noose or our new river, it'll catch anything that swims. We've caught crappy, white perch, largemouth bass, gar, catfish, <laughs> speckled trout, red drum, <laughs> flounder. <laughs> it catches any. It, it looks just like a. It looks just like a menhaden, and everything out there eats a menhaden. That, that's right on so the menu been, for, all, for all of them. That's been my customer-friendly bait is the quarter-ounce smoke Bet's Halo Shad. If you, if you can cast, you can catch them. He needs to put that on the package. If you can cast, you can catch them because <laughs> all you got to do is swim it in, and it swims just like a menhaden. It's got the full flash, and uh, it looks just like—I mean, it looks just like a menhaden. A lot of people are slow trolling them behind the boat. Mm-hmm. Real productive. Now, if somebody listening wants to give you a call to get in touch with you to get a charter, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Oh, man, they can, uh, my cell is 910-330-2745, and uh, they can call pretty much any time, but a text, text is the best way. If they'll text me, I'll have a record, and I'll, it may be in the evenings, but I'll sure return her call. That's what I was doing just before the show tonight. Just trying to, I try not to go a day without returning calls because that's that's just key, you know, to responding to people. Yeah, I imagine staying on the water as much as you do. A lot of times it's in the evening because you're on the water and out there fishing so much with clients that it's uh, difficult to get back to them. But I'm, I'm sure that oh, it's, uh, usually, running it's usually midnight before I lay my head down, then a 4:30 wake up call. But uh, you know what? What um, 
What's one of the biggest mistakes that you see that clients make on the boat that you always have to tell them? Uh, what, what are one of the like specifically trout fishing? Obviously, what's what's something that you always see? That you I can I can I can only pick one. <laughs> or, or two or three. <laughs> I, I'll tell you here. Here it is. Yesterday and uh, ladies are easier easy easier to correct than the men, but yesterday. Uh, <clears throat> And it, I mean, it is a problem, and it's 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 a big problem with me because it just drives me nuts. But uh, when you say you're you're right-handed, you you've got you've got your rod and reel in your right hand, and you go to cast. You know, you're you're going to make a long cast. You know, your left hand's on the bottom, your right hand's on the reel, on the rod. They'll go to cast, and for some reason, in midstream. They take that rod out of their right hand and switch it to their left and hold it at the very tip of their. If you can picture this taking place, now I don't even know how they can do it, but they'll they'll switch hands in midair and hold the butt end of the rod with their left hand and and just the line goes off and if the wind's blowing it just blows all the slack around and about two casts out of that you can count on a bird's nest. <laughs> You're but like, Todd you're loves done. that because he sells a lot of Brady line, you know. <laughs> the bird's nest, that'll, that'll, that'll cost you some line. But, you know, if you're fishing around docks or trees, you know, there's no way to control that bait if, you know, you only have one hand that's on the very end of the rod, so the lure goes wherever the wind takes it. So that's probably number one, and I'm sure I'm not the only one that would uh, agree with that one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure as, as many charters as you run, I'm sure you see a lot of uh, interest, interesting forms and techniques. But I tell you, most people when they want to learn, like the lady yesterday, she couldn't believe the difference of her her distance, her distance, and uh, her placement of the lure. You know, she was able to put it where she wanted it when she started doing that because she started using her left hand for her break. You know, just taking it. And, fanning that line down with her left hand and she she picked up real quick and uh and it helps when you're catching fish you know well obviously you're you're no stranger to those big fish and that's why everybody wants to go with ricky to learn those techniques and tips and tricks and secrets that you've got um but you know it's it's always exciting to uh get you on the show see you at the inshore institute um that's yeah, man, something i can't wait we hope people listening will come up and see you in person at the inshore institute and maybe even have a chance to win a half day charter with you as well um oh, but yeah. you know what yeah, what's some comment, what, what was your thoughts on the inshore institute oh it was uh it was great it was uh i've never done one like todd uh had it set up where uh, all the guys were on stage and todd kind of was the mediator mm-hmm. it uh it, it was fun uh it was fun getting up there and uh, talking with the guys and not not purposely disagreeing with another guide because we all kind of have our own little style, but uh, it, it's fun to get up there and play around with the guys and share, you know, share what little bit of knowledge we know. Well, there definitely were a lot of people in the, uh, the trout seminar that you had, so I know that's a hot topic, and a lot of people... 
uh, really want to learn more about it because, you know, a lot of people, uh, like you said, are trying to find or learn that patience piece of it uh, with speckled trout. So that's something that uh, they want to learn. So I appreciate you sharing some of that knowledge with us this evening. And I look forward to having you back on and being able to talk with you more about uh, different fisheries and techniques. But it's, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Yes, sir, Jay. Just uh, just remember, go early and stay late. That's key. That is that is true, and, and take that uh, the halo shed, the three eighth ounce halo shed as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, quarter ounce. You got to have it. Todd's got them. Now, if they're sold out tomorrow at Todd's shop, we're we're going to know everybody. Everybody ran out to go get them. Well, Dom Betts will take care of that. He'll have some FedEx next day. I'm sure he can get in there quick. To, to, <laughs> now, now's the time for sure. There's everybody's trout fishing, but I, I think everybody's wanting to to win that competition. Todd's got up there, there at the shop. Oh yeah, I, I got to see if I can get in that. I don't know what I got to get down there. I know. I got to get in there and sign up. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go sign up and follow follow the gentleman that caught it from the shore uh, with with there a, you with go. a live minnow, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said he said Ricky he said they come to him. You better have your Kevlar vest on. <laughs> <laughs> well Ricky, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, buddy, and we look forward to having you back and uh I look forward to watching you catch some big trout here in the next few weeks, uh following your social media page. All right, Jay, coming up, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, thank you. See ya. Bye. All right, guys, that was Captain Ricky Kellum, Speckled Specialist Charters, and uh, Speckled Trout Fishing 101. I tell you, I got uh, Price. I think he's still on here. I got Ron here with us. Ron, uh, Ron, what's it like running the board for the first time? So far, so good. Nobody, I haven't seen anything on social media asking questions about how I messed it up. So, yeah, well, I think I think people can still hear us. So you've done a good job so far. <laughs> Uh, Price, Price, you, you, are you there? I'm still here. All right. So are you ready to go catch speckled trout now? I tell you what, I was writing all these notes down. My good gosh! If you, I tell you what, I think he revealed all the his secrets to you know successfully catch some speckled trout. I don't. If after listening to this, if you can't catch them, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, I tell you, it, uh, Ricky's a wealth of knowledge, and he is definitely known for catching lots and large speckled trout so we definitely appreciate him joining us on the show so that's something that's very exciting Bryce you know one of the things I wanted to make sure that everybody knows is I want to take a few minutes to thank a few of our sponsors that helped make this show possible obviously Sirius XM Marine Ricky was talking about how the weather plays a factor into trout fishing obviously the the weather as a whole once you get offshore, once you get out of cell phone range, having that Sirius XM Marine weather at your fingertips is critical. And that's something that we keep explaining and showing people at these live demos, the questions that we get. But Sirius XM Marine weather is something that's critical while you're on the water for safety and obviously to find the fish as well. Crystal Coast Graphics, Chris and his team do all of our wraps, all of our, you know, all the trucks, the trailers, banners. Uh, you name it, stickers, those guys do it all. Jarrett Bay Boatworks, Ray Marine. Obviously, our Axiom Pro is on display with our Sirius XM Marine kiosk, so they can come see the uh, Ray Marine Axiom Pro at the events we're at. Seaguar, Power Pole, 
and obviously our, the rest of our sponsors that help make this show possible. Um, we definitely greatly appreciate their support in what we do. Um, Price, I think we, we've got a new uh, new trailer coming. That's something that's exciting. We're not going to release too many details yet, but we've got another PCF Live studio coming uh, en route uh, to us here in Moorhead City. So we're really excited about that. Um, what else, Price? What else do we have new that's going on? I, I know there was something else that I wanted to uh, to bring up. Well, I, as you mentioned, uh, you know, we're still in the King Mackerel season as far as the tournaments. We uh, maybe mentioned uh, we did – I had a great article and video from the U.S. Open Southport uh, a couple weeks ago. If you haven't uh, caught that, uh, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, all you have to do is go to the Point Click Fish website and put give us your email address and uh, once a month now, we're sending out uh, a great articles uh, just about various topics. And so, uh, you know, we had a great uh, write-up from the winners from Southport and the U.S. Open. And uh, we got our great writer, Jerry Dillsaver, giving us some great articles each month. And, uh, you know, uh, if you want to find out some latest and greatest news in the fishing world, uh, subscribe to that. It's really easy. Again, if you give us your email address, and once a month we'll send out kind of the latest news going on around point click fish and you know what's going on in the local fishery yeah that's another thing around the main page on the middle part of the website you'll see an area to sign up for our point click fish newsletter like price said we've got a lot of nice articles kayak fishing uh first aid tips um you know uh, ribbon fish using ribbon fish for king mackerel fishing there's a lot of new articles that are that are coming up uh we're working on a trout article now that will be great uh, we'll have to add some of Ricky's information in there as well from the show tonight. Um, but also make sure you go on to pointclickfish.com under the fishing tab. Um, there under the tournaments as well, there's saltwater, freshwater, but we've broken down all the different tournament series with leaderboards under the tournaments. Saltwater is broken down into billfish, kingfish, redfish, trout, charity tournaments. We're adding a lot of tournaments leaderboards. So if you're looking for the latest news and updates from all the tournaments, not just the ones that we cover, but tournaments all across the country. Make sure you go there to Point Click Fish. That's a, a new and improved section that we've added this year as well. And, Jay, not to put uh, Ron on the spot, but uh, if people subscribe, I mean, I think Ron's going to share some of his favorite barbecue places uh, to eat when we're <laughs> on the road. And so be on the lookout for that because let me tell you, folks, when we travel, we like to find the good eating places. And Ron and I are both barbecue guys. So I'm mm-hmm. sure uh, in our, our future travels that you're going to be seeing some content or some video or at least some pictures of some of our uh, uh, barbecue adventures. You know, that's something that we've been talking about and something that we've wanted to do because a lot of people, every time we go back to these places that we go to, the tournament anglers traditionally will ask us, where are the good places to eat? And Everybody asks us that question everywhere we go because we typically go to a lot of the same areas multiple times a year. So Price is right. Hey, whoa, look at that. Boom, Price is right. <laughs> but we can get, we can get, well, we like to call him Wahoo, but <laughs> Wahoo's uh, favorite eating places. Look at that. And we'll have a, we'll have a blog up on Wahoo's favorite eating places and he'll give all of our input for the different eating places. Oh, definitely. So, and you yeah, know, now, what I like now, about now it we've, is, Now we've made that podcast official at this point, guys. So, <laughs> all right. Well, oh, we, hey, we've done that. Price. Oh, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say what, what's great about Ron is Ron's going to tell you the truth. If, it, if it's not good, he's going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, don't waste your time going to this place. It wasn't good. But if it's great, he's going to definitely let you know that it was great. So it's funny. You, you should, uh, you guys should have uh, join us for, for some dinner conversations sometimes when we're eating at these places and we're, we kind of rate what we think about it. It's, it's very intriguing uh, conversation. It, it 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 all depends how many wahoos they're going to get. <laughs> so one through five, one being the worst and five being the best. Nobody's ever gotten a five. Nope. Price wahoos. Nobody's ever gotten a five. Rest, restaurants are you restaurants are you listening? Rest, <laughs> restaurants are you listening? We, we, There's been no five. We've put out a challenge actually now, so <laughs> we're yeah, looking if, for that yeah, first if, five. If you've got a five level <laughs> restaurant, call us. Barbecue. <laughs> well, okay, barbecue. Five-level barbecue restaurant. Do not confuse stars with wahoos, two entirely different scales. <laughs> oh, wahoos. That's stars. That's for those other places, not the barbecue places. It's wahoos for barbecue places. So, if you have a five-wahoo-level barbecue place, call us. Hey, guys, Fort Lauderdale International uh, Boat Show going on right now uh, make sure you head over visit a lot of our sponsors i know uh ray marines there in tent 330 sirius xm marines tent 344 jarrett bays the sea uh, dock 311 i saw release marines there as well they're at the orange uh zone boating accessories in uh booth 50 um so there's a lot of our sponsors there that are at the show make sure you head by say hello tell them we sent you They've got some amazing products that are coming out this year. Um, Fort Lauderdale Boat Show is one of the places that uh, they show a lot of those goods off. Um, hey, Price, I don't know if you saw this or not yet. Big Water Adventures TV show gears up for Season 12. Season 12 promo was posted on the website today. Check that out. I think Mark had 27 seconds, had nine species from all over the world. So looking forward to Season 12. Obviously, I'll be on the, the show with Mark the old red drum there in the Noose River. They're excited to be on season 12 with Mark again. So we're looking forward to that. Guys, anything else going on in the fishing world? King Kingfish uh-huh. Cups this weekend out of Ocracoke. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep everybody updated with that. We'll post news and leaderboards from the Kingfish Cup. So wish those guys a safe tournament. Uh, weather conditions and are then not, the- not going to be optimal. And make sure for next week that you watch, keep uh, updates for the live stream for the SKA Nationals. We'll have those on Point Click Fish, or you can go to the SKA website or watch SKA.com. There will be three different places that you can watch that, so catch it. One of those links will be obviously live from the event. It's in Moorhead City, so uh, we'll have lots of updates, lots of pictures, lots of posts, so uh if you want to see some really good uh, teams and uh, fish, check that out for sure next week. Yeah, and make sure you check back every Thursday, 8 o'clock, Point Cook Fish Fishing Podcast Radio. That's something. Uh, we've got a lot of great shows lined up. Um, so, Or if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, someone you'd like us to interview, um, something you'd like us to cover, give us a call and let us know. We'd like to add you to our podcast schedule. So that's something that we've got. Um, we've got the new studio. Price Ron made some updates in the studio tonight. 
Um, so he's actually building something here in the studio. It's pretty cool. So uh, Wahoo's a woodworker. I like it. I can't wait to see it. Two guys on the tailgate construction. Let me know what you need. <laughs> well, we appreciate Todd Willis, News River Bait and Tackle, joining us tonight, as well as Captain Ricky Kellum, also known as the Speckled Specialist. You can find him on Facebook. Just search Speckled Specialist Charters, and you'll be able to find Ricky. He's always posting large trout. So more than likely, if you're into trout fishing, you've seen pictures of Captain Ricky Kellum. As Todd said, don't forget February 23rd, Inshore Institute tickets will, will uh, go on sale in the next few weeks. But February 23rd is the date of the Inshore Institute that will take place at the Pamlico County Community College. Buy your tickets early. We'll have information on pointclickfish.com as well as News River Bait and Tackle website. So where and when you can purchase those tickets. Um, guys, I think that's about it. All right, that's a wrap. No, that's a Wahoo. <laughs> no, no Wahoo. Well I, I guess we'll go ahead I guess we'll go ahead and start start our outro here and so Wahoo. Give us some advice leading into uh the show sign off. Ricky said it best. Go early, stay late. Hey, go early, stay late, and be safe. Catch you guys next Thursday, 8 o'clock here on the pointclickfish.com. We hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information, show notes, updates, or to join the saltwater fishing community, visit pointclickfish.com. Don't forget to catch live streams and future shows at saltwaterfishingradio.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. Stay safe on the water and tight lines.